Welcome to Glove Drop uh, with Matt Melanson. Fuck yeah. Okay. I didn't have my mic set up. How unprofessional was that? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We are live. Okay. Scroll this up. Looking good. Looking good. What is going on on this Thursday afternoon, everyone? Fuck yeah. Mm. Perfect. Okay, everyone. Today's podcast is brought to you by Glove Drop Tees. Go to glovedrop.ca to check out some amazing t-shirts and awesome hoodies. Great... Great prices, Canadian made, fuck yeah. And that's about it. You can download previous shows. You can stream them all on the website. Fuck yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. So we're doing two podcasts today. One is MMA Talk. And then at 5 o'clock, we'll be doing a podcast with Gotham Casey. So, let's just get right to it. Daniel Cormier versus the Black Beast. Fucking epic. Derek Lewis, after his win for UFC 229... That was a win that he needed. Did that ever fucking set everything up for him? After that interview, that his balls are too hot, he took off, took off his shorts, he got 600,000 Instagram followers after that. And now he's getting a title shot at 2.30 against the one, the only... Daniel Cormier. Holy fuck. Now that news did so many things to that card. Like, we all thought we were going to be getting Daniel Cormier. We all thought we were going to get Dustin Poirier and Nate Diaz. I thought that for sure. It would have been smart for them to do the 165 title. But Poirier gets injured. Yeah, of all things. So, it was going to be Cormier and the Black Beast for the title as a main event. That's happening. And the co was going to be Diaz versus Poirier. They haven't um, released the injury yet for Poirier, but he's out. I think the next fight you're going to see Nate in, Nate, is going to be Nate versus Connor. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And then you have Khabib versus Nate. I mean, sorry, you have um, Khabib versus Connor after that. I think that will be, you know, kind of his tune-up fight. But, man, do you guys remember the press conference? If not, go check it out on YouTube with Daniel Cormier and Derek Lewis when they're going on about the Popeye chicken. Daniel Cormier was mad at him because Cormier was, you know, not talking politely about Popeye's chicken. 
I gotta say, Derek Lewis's Instagram has gotten fucking better and better. It's always been great, but ever since, you know, Saturday, the shit that, he, that he's been posting, I think the world's sending him all of this amazing fucking stuff for us. I'm loving it. But with the 230, the main event was supposed to be for the 125 belt, right? Uh, so, okay, let's pull up this chick. So Hugh Banks was supposed to be going against Valentino. Now, they scrapped that. They put Joanna versus uh, Valentino for 231 in Toronto. So that back on for the vacant 125-pound belt. That's what it should have been from day one. But... Thank God we have that. But the sad thing is, Hugh Banks didn't have a fight. They were going to scrap her right out of the fucking card. Not cool. UFC being, you know, pretty fucking cool. They set her up with the fight against Roxanne Modifera. But instead of being the headliner, she's now going to be opening up the, paper, uh, the, the whole thing. So she's on the prelims. It looks like she's on the Facebook prelims. Setting up the whole event. So, at least she's on the card, but holy fuck, eh? The emotions must have been going crazy for her. <coughs> I wonder how they worked on that, right? Because you know when you, for championship fights and everything, you get paid different, right? But it's good to see that she's on the card. Has everybody been, I don't know if you guys have been hearing this, but there have been a lot of talks about Conor McGregor cheating. Holding the fence, the shorts, uh, the gloves. And really, in any sports, if you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. You know, fucking whatever. If I was in a fight, I'll be grabbing on the shorts that the referee wasn't looking to. It ain't like he did an eye poke. If it was something like that, a kick in the nuts, or a shot in the nuts, I can totally understand where everybody's talking about, but a little bit of shorts, I mean, come on. And he didn't even win the match, so I wouldn't be bringing that up too much. It's not like he's holding the fence. What? It's not like he's grabbing the cage, right? It's not going to take down. Exactly. So he's on top of him, he's holding the shorts, and he's gripping the gi on. Yeah. He's trying to create some space. And then you heard about the gloves, right? I know. But then Khabib was grabbing the gloves also. Yeah. So it's just... It's so true. But it's funny how everybody on the internet just talks about that one little subject, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's the internet, man. Oh, yeah. Well, keeping it on that subject, I was going to talk about it later, but Khabib, he is the... So he really is, you know, a true brother. Like, okay, I'm going to bring up this tweet that Khabib uh, sent out today. is amazing. Here we go. I would like to address the UFC. Why didn't you fire anyone when their team attacked the bus and injured a couple of people? They could have killed someone there. Why no one say anything about 
insulting my homeland, religion, nation, family. Why do you have to punish my team when both teams fought? If you say I started it, then I do not agree. I finished what he started. In any case, punish me. Whew. Okay. I'm going to try to fucking say buddy's name. I'm going to butcher it. Zuba Kapahofa. Yeah. The other Russian that was supposed to go against Arlov and um, Munton. He's talking about him. I butcher his name. But he's 18 and 4. Has nothing to do with that. If you think that I'll keep silent, then you you are mistaken. You canceled Sabibra's fight and you want to dismiss him just because he hit Connor. <coughs> but don't forget that it was Connor who had hit my uh, another brother first. Just check the video. Okay. Stop right there. I don't give a shit if Connor fucking hit anybody first. There should be nobody in the fucking ring except for the commission people, Connor, the referee, and Khabib. If anybody else is coming in that ring, you're fucking full game for you to get hit. <coughs> Khabib's on the outside doing his little attack, jumped over the fence right there. Well, you don't know what the fuck's going on. As a man inside, you got to have your guards up there. Having people coming over the fence, you know, coming in, to, in the cage. He doesn't know what's going on. You're in the other team. Fucking right, you're going to get smoked. I see nothing wrong with what he did, but everybody has their own opinions and can interpret the situation, there's, you know, for themselves. But on that, I think that was fair games. They have no reason for anybody else to be coming in there. Okay, back on that though. If you decide to fire him, you should know that you'll lose me. We never give up on our brothers in Russia and I will go to the end for my brother. If you still decide to fire him, don't forget to send me my broken contract. Otherwise, I'll break it myself. And one more thing, you can keep my money that you are withholding. You are pretty busy with that. I hope it won't get stuck in your throat. <laughs> we have defended our honor, and this is the most important thing. We intend to go to the end, brothers, is hashtagged. Woo! So waking up to that fucking uh, Twitter got me excited. But it got me wondering, I'm like, does Khabib have enough power... Does the UFC want to keep him happy and keep him as champion? Are they going to let him his his friend fight Artem, or are they going to release him? But honestly, I don't think it's up to the UFC about letting him fight um, in Munton. I think it's going to be a really hard time for them. Not maybe not could be for the other guys to get visas. I mean, I might be totally fucking wrong, but if you're causing problems in another country that you're not even from, I mean, I have a brother that was deported. He was adopted from the States, and then he started acting up when he got in his mid-20s, and they fucking shipped him back to the States, and he'd been here since he was nine. So, I mean, and then another friend 
Vance, he was living in New York 10 years ago, fucked up a couple times. They shipped him back to Canada, and he's never allowed to go back to the States. So, I mean, there's a couple things that you have to, you know, think about. It's like, okay, maybe, that you know, they don't might not want to, you know, cut him. But if he cannot fucking perform, he can't get a working visa outside of Russia, then no company's going to keep you. They didn't do it for Glo- Glover. Glover Teixeira was having the hardest time getting a fucking working visa, and they tried everything. And they wouldn't hire. They wouldn't fucking sign him and hire him just to fight overseas. They said if you can't fight in the U.S., you can't fight around the world, then we're not fucking hiring you. And it took him years, like almost ten years, to get fucking in the UFC. He was out of his prime. So I mean, I think that's the really the true thing. There is. Forget about firing him, let him fight. I don't think that he's going to be able to get a working visa. I think that's... A, so if he can't get a working visa, fire him. But I think that's going to be the thing. So what's Khabib going to say really about that? Can't be mad at the UFC for letting him go if he can't get a working visa for doing something stupid like that. Fuck. But I'm just more important... Like, I don't blame anything for Khabib doing that. I'm just disappointed because I look at it as a business side. I really hope that Khabib didn't fuck his, his opportunities for sponsorships in the long run. Because when I see... And I know he'll still get sponsorship, but I just I see the sponsorships that Conor get and where a lot of champions um, get the opportunity. So, and... It's not like Khabib's known for being a wild man either, right? It's out of character for him too, so... That could be a, a good thing, and it could be a bad thing for, you know, people could just be like, okay, it was a one-time thing, don't worry about it. Look how many chances it gave John Jones, right? He keeps on getting crazy sponsorships after doing some nuts. So, fuck yeah on that. Um, blah, blah, blah. John Jones, December the 29th. He's going to be going for the lightweight title, everybody. Against who? Alexander Gufferson. Fuck yeah. What did I say? Heavyweight? Ah, light heavyweight. Could you imagine if they fight fucking lightweight? I think John would have to lose a fucking leg. Definitely. <laughs> the, only, the only way they're fighting fucking lightweight is in fucking heaven. <laughs> When they die and still at that, I don't know. You think a soul weighs a fucking hundred pounds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. Fuck, eh? I, I think I still can't wait to see John Jones goes against fucking Daniel Cormier for heavyweight. I think that's what they're going to be. That's going to be the next thing. Or if John Jones wins, gets a light heavyweight belt. You see John Jones versus fucking Daniel Cormier for that belt. No, oh, no, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait for that, man. But John Jones is going for the belt. Fucking right. I'm excited for that. That is going to be one hell of a fight. I think it's awesome that they're giving them fucking title fights as soon as It's awesome. This is like it's awesome because the guy just fucks well, up. Oh, you put him like close. Oh, yeah. Uh, put that close to you. Yeah. 
I'm gonna be the Jamie of this podcast. Okay? There you go. Well, now that I hooked it up to my phone, I don't even know how much live podcast I'm gonna be doing because I can just do podcasts on the go and it takes like two minutes to just like put it right to your stream. Yeah. But fuck yeah. So what do you think about uh, John Jones versus uh, Gufferson? It's a good fight. I think it's tough for both guys, but I, I'm favoring um, I'm favoring Gustafson in the rematch just because how close the first matchup was. Back before John had popped for anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Back before he had even tested positive for even like weed or coke or whatever he was doing, right? He he has he hadn't tested for anything back then, had he? No, no, I, I but he didn't even have one like he didn't have one like um, illegal problem or no. nothing. I don't think it was, uh, yeah, and he was in pretty good shape and his all around game looked pretty good. So, just with the we seen Connor with the two years off. I mean, he's going against Khabib still, but we'll see. John, he doesn't look the same. His his body just doesn't look the same. He looks thicker. He doesn't look as ripped. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna be as quick. It's, I still think he's the best fucking the best to ever do it in that division, or ever, right? But it just sucks with the time off that that really. Look how he looked. It really like, puts it up for debate there now. OSP. When he came back for OSP, he looked like shit. Yeah. But uh, I think it's gonna be interesting. But I got Gustafs in the rematch. <laughs> I want Jones to win. Jones is one. John Jones is one of my favorite fighters, but. <coughs> I think that's a really bad matchup to come back from after being laid off for what, 15 months? It's going to be, I think it's going to be like 17 months when he fights. Yeah. And I know that, fucking, what's his name? Dominic Cruz, when he came back, he looked fucking amazing when he had that layoff, but not everybody's mm-hmm. like, not everybody's yeah. like Dominic Cruz, right? No. I can't wait for it though. But yeah, he's in a tell shot back. Like, what do you think of that? A title shot a t- right away? Yeah. I think it's all, uh, it's all right because... The UFC must uh, really, really believe that he did not cheat that time. That he didn't really mean to cheat if they're giving him that type of opportunity. Yeah. No, for sure. Gustafson really is pushing for the rematch too, right? Yeah. And DC's tied up with... In heavyweight right now. Brock... With, yeah. With, with, well, with it's going to be interesting. It was supposed to be Brock Lesnar. Well... Well, see, because that's what I had forgot about. Brock is fighting in January. I I know for the WWE. No, 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 no. So for he, he so for the UFC was that, was that their date in the contract and everything. That's why so soon. So okay. Yeah, because in the contract, Brock is fighting for the UFC in January. Who his opponent is, it doesn't really matter. That's what is in the contract with the WWE. But he's fighting for the title. Yeah. So. If Derek Lewis, imagine Derek Lewis and Brock. Oh, there could be some fun. That could be fucked. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I can see that's what they want to do. This is what's going through my little fucking head. Is they're going to do Derek Lewis? <coughs> they want Daniel Cormier to win. Then be Daniel Cormier versus Brock Lesnar in January. Then in March, for his birthday, to retire, John Jones. Title versus title. John's a champ. He's a champ. Yeah. Put the put the um, heavyweight belt on the line. Yeah. Bang. John wins. No, I know it all. If it all plays out, it all makes for a great time. There's no way that Brock can beat Daniel. No, I don't think either. I don't think so. I don't know if you like Brock Lesnar. He does not look the same. 
he like he he's off the steroids. Oh, he's yeah. off the juice. You even have his, you can really tell like up here though his shoulders and stuff, man. It's fought in his arms, dude. Well, that's where it usually goes, right? You're trashing your chest. Just, uh, just like no, like you just you look good. You look like you you still carry power and speed and quickness. That fast twitch. Yeah. And that's it all. Like you look at Vitor, you know. You look like, yeah here and stuff. He's like in the chest and the collarbone. He's like uh, kind of looks old, right? Even Lesnar now off the juice, he's kind of getting that saggy, droopy look. It's just the saggy, droopy look. Yeah. Their muscles don't look young anymore. They're fading. I was listening to Chris Jericho's podcast. Um, I think it was yesterday. What was it? Yeah, Wednesday, yesterday. And that's what he was talking about. Is He was talking about um, Brock Lesnar not looking the way that he did. Yeah. <coughs> I mean... I can't see him winning, and Derek Lewis, <laughs> man, you can't fucking you you can't put this guy out like yeah, you can't count him out. But there you go. His the styles are so are stylistically Daniel Cormier the worst matchup. You know what I mean? DC and John Jones are the worst matchups for Derek Lewis possible. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know so I th- I think like unless DC gets knocked stiff. Cormier's just going to beat him for five rounds, right? Or four rounds. <coughs> Cor- you know, it's, it'll be whatever, but... I don't... I got Cormier just fucking punishing him. I have Cormier stopping the belt. It's, it's like... It's either going to be... I love I love Derek Lewis, but he wants out. Well, he he wants needs to knock him out. Yeah. Only, oh, oh, he needs to. That's the only way he can win. Yeah. Like, no offense to him, yeah. but he has no other, like, arsenal. He even showed it for his last one. He's like... He was just waiting for that shot, and he went in the last. No interest in the ground at all. None. But I mean, look at—he—he he was two sixty-five point five. He cuts weight to make that. I mean, he likes his Popeye chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it has to be—it has to be a discipline issue, right? For eating. I mean, yeah. that's it. Even we're fucking with Rampage now, looking that big. Yeah. But. I can see for Rampage, he's just being a fat bastard. But for Derek, Derek Lewis is actually that big. <coughs> he could be 20 pounds less for sure. But that's just how big he is, right? It's just, he's just a big dude. Yeah, but I mean. Rampage has fought at, at his normal, yeah, 205, I guess. Yeah. But he only walks around like 225, 220 usually, right? So, I mean, if we're walking around like now, what was he, like 250 or 260? Rampage? Yeah. Guaranteed, 250. Had to have been. He was fucking massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. <coughs> he was huge. Ah! I'm going to talk a little talk of wrestling. So, <laughs> Monday, it was announced that Shawn Michaels will be coming out of retirement. And they'll be doing DX again in four weeks. Now, at first, I was pissed off and disappointed, but then I started thinking the business side of it. Man, they're so smart. Eight and a half years ago when he retired against The Undertaker in the match at WrestleMania, holy fuck. The pay-per-views it must have sold then because of that match and the toys, the figures, just how much merchandise. They must have made millions on that. And then, you know, that helped, that helped Shawn Michaels have other opportunities to do things. WWE still took care of him, gave him other jobs and opportunities to do things. And then they're like, okay, 
you probably really realistically only have another couple matches in your body. You're about 50. So as smart as a business, because, I mean, it's a storyline. It's fake. So for them to be retiring, we're hoping that it's not part of the story. It's part of real life. But it is a story. And we just get so close to it when they say retirement that we believe them. Like, look at Ric Flair when he did his retirement. Shawn Michaels, Sweet Chin Music. Sweet Chin Music kicked him. He lipped him right before he kicked him. He lipped. I'm sorry to Ric Flair. And then kicked him. Pinned him. It was Everybody was crying. Then Rick came back. It was a really good money moment. And that's one thing I realized is like, man, did they ever fucking get to me eight years ago? Like, I really bought the Sean was never going to wrestle again. And now he's looking good. He's healthy. He's going to wrestle. It's going to be awesome. It's really cool to see the next generation. Like, my son's 12. So he's going to be able to see a Shawn Michaels match where... You know, when he was only four years old when Sean retired, he he can't remember that. And then I get to see it again because fucking eight years ago, I was 27. I can't remember what the fuck I did yesterday. So to get to see that again is pretty fucking cool. So not disappointed, really excited. Like, you know, it was cool to see The Undertaker versus a Triple H having Kane because like, look at Kane now, you know. Kane's the mirror, Glenn, Glenn Jake, Jacob. So, over in, um, oh, Tennessee somewhere? I believe so. But it doesn't really, it does matter where the place is, but I'll find out where it is another time. I think it's really cool to be seeing all of them. Like, Trish Stratus came back, lead us back for the women's first ever fucking women's pay-per-view at the end of the month. Like, that's so fucking cool. I'm not, like, you know, going to be upset. Like, I thought they were they're old. Really, I mean, you're only as old as you think. Like, if you take care of yourself, you're eating healthy, 40, 50, 60 is really not that fucking old. It's not, bro. It's old. You still got 50 years left, motherfucker. Yeah. It's old to people that are unhealthy. If you're eating cheeseburgers and sugar and fucking pop, yeah, when you're 40, 50, 60, you're old. You're eating garbage. You are what you eat. But if you're eating healthy, if you're eating like fucking good meat, you're eating good carbs, not shitty carbs. Yeah, you're eating everything, you know, natural that comes out of the ground type of thing. You're going to live. Just fall this. It comes out of the ground. You can eat it. Yeah. And portion. That's one thing that I came to learn the last like month is, oh, for two months I I was overeating. You got to eat normal amounts just because you can eat two steaks and two potatoes and a shitload of veggies doesn't mean that your body needs it. That's what I had to do. Like. Oh man, I was gaining too much weight and I wasn't working out enough for the yeah. weight that I was gaining. Well, no, that's what I mean. You have to work out. Diet's 90% of it, dude, but you do gotta work out. Like, if you're eating a shit ton and you're not working out, <coughs> yeah. You gotta work out. The last one thing I'm really enjoying is running in the morning. Even if I run like one and a half miles, I enjoy it. Fuck, today though, I'll let everybody out there know. Today I did some running and I tried something different. Holy fuck, was it ever fun. Um, so what I tried was, had the had the machine go as far as it can, 
on a slant. So I'm running up the hill at the same speed I normally would. So wherever the fuck... Um, well, it doesn't even say what the mileage... It says 8%, so it must be 8 miles per hour. But wherever the fuck it is, it's a good speed. Or for me, it feels like it's a good speed. Running up the fucking hill. Woo, sweat was pouring off me. It was an awesome burn. It made 20 minutes feel like I was doing a good fucking half an hour, 40 minute run. I grabbed a bong to smoke today. And I'm a fucking stoner. I forgot to add water to my bong. Fuck yeah. This whole time. The whole time without water. <laughs> but it's like a pipe just with a bigger hole. <laughs> That's one thing, though. <coughs> I smoke a shitload of joints. <coughs> Holy shit. And a bong? <coughs> this is my first bowl today out of a bong. And I'm getting way, <coughs> way higher off of this half bowl of bong than I did all day. So maybe I'm going down to smoke bongs for a bit. But I just told Jericho <coughs> earlier today, I was like, I think I'm going to fucking not smoke weed for a while. So we'll see what the fuck I do. I'm worse than a woman sometimes. Just can't make up my mind. <laughs> One day you're doing something, the next day you're doing something totally opposite. And the next day something completely opposite of that. I know, eh? Fuck it. Fuck it. Bipolar, by winning. <laughs> that's one thing though. I want to try everything in the world at least once. So that's way there. I'll try it. I was thinking yesterday. I was like, you know what? What am I going to do for the rest of my life? And I was even thinking about trying pro wrestling. Just to say I try to do one match. And just, you know, see if it goes from there. It's like $3,200. They teach you and everything. You go, go to a dojo. And then they hook you up with your first match. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fucking do that. Work out fucking like five hours a day and eat. I'm like, hmm. But then I'm like, 35 Am I going to be Dallas Page? That's what Diamond Dallas Page did. At 35, he started pro wrestling for the first time at 35. And then at 42, he became world champion in WCW. So, I mean, he, and he's like hitting 60 now. So think of that. He didn't, hit, he didn't start a career and didn't be famous until 42. So that's pretty cool. Gives me motivation. Gives me like, fuck yeah. Blast me ADHD jumping all over the spot. Oh, back to DX. They started that in 1997. I remember when China came out. Joan, they, God bless her soul, but she was the best. I remember when China was Intercontinental Champion. I believe she was going against Chris Jericho. Fuck yeah. Now, usually I talk about coffee, but with my podcast, with Gotham, I'll be talking about this Quebec company. Dun, 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 dun. But yeah, what else I want to talk about today? Just really wanted to talk. Oh, Khabib, he met up with uh, Putin in Russia. That was really cool. So maybe with his connection with the president, he can um, 
he can get his friend to get a visa. <laughs> okay, what else? That is pretty much that. I'll be doing another podcast tomorrow. To be determined if it be live. But I'll be doing one right after the weigh-ins. And we'll be breaking down. Shit, no! The weigh-ins are today. Never mind, let's talk about this now. Fuck yeah, we'll be doing another one tomorrow too. But fuck. Bellator! Fuck yeah, Bellator is here. Friday and Saturday. The semifinals of the fucking world, the heavyweight world Grand Prix. I'm telling you guys, whoo, Matt Mitrione versus Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader is the 205-pound champion. Bader, I don't know, man. I think Bader is a great fighter, awesome hands. His wrestling is out of this world. I think he can really Stop people and keep up with feet now and take them down. I'm a Matt Mitrione fan, so I have to stick with Matt. I always have stuck stuck with him. So let's go for Matt Mitrione for the win. But holy fuck, it's going to be a war. I cannot wait. It is going to be amazing. Bellator, you're doing it awesome. Co-main event, my man, Big Country. Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson is going to be going against Sergi Karatafo. I suck at this. He got to be Russian, right? Yeah, see, he's from Russian. Sorry I butchered your name. I'm no John Anik. 26 and 6. Going against Break Country, 23 and 15. The Russian is 4 inches taller, 6'4. Roy Nelson, 6 feet. The weight, Roy Nelson, 249 and 260 for the Russian. Don't know too much about the Russian, so I got to go for my man, the one, the only, Roy Nelson. Now, Lorenz Larkin's on this card also, going against Eon Pesco. Pesky. Sorry I put you your last name, buddy, for Romania. They're fighting at 170, record, Ion, 18 and 8. Lorenz Larkin, 19 and 7. Let's go with Lorenz Larkin. Baby Slice is fighting the lightweight. Lightweight, 155. He's going against Corey Browning. Corey Browning is 3 and 2, 5'11, 155 pounds from USA. Baby Slice is 3, one, three and 1, 5'11, 155 pounds. Also, from the USA. Okay. Carlton Banks. <laughs> Versus Mandel. <laughs> no, what? You think I could do that? Just, yeah, announce these fights like you would announce at an event. Okay, so we have in this corner Mandel Noel. Noel. That's Mandel Noel, bro. That's my buster boy named Mandel from TriStar. Okay. Best, best lightweight in the world. So, you you say the name. I don't want to butcher his name. Say it again. Mandel Nalo. Mandel Nalo. 6-0. Height. 
5'11", weighing in at 155 pounds, fighting out of TriStar, Canada, Montreal, Canada. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Going against Carlton Banks, a 7'1", 5'9", weight 155 pounds, fighting out of the USA. I'm sorry, but you're a loser. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one, can you imagine? You're, you're announcing <laughs> this event is sponsored by Glove Drop Tees. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now. And now. Let's get ready to suck it. <laughs> is that trademarked? Because I know you can't say let's get it's time or let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. I used to love doing that as a kid, man. Just walking around everywhere. No, it, you need it just You ready? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would love to have a whole fucking audience at my comedy show or anywhere just to be like, fuck yeah, Melanson, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Melanson, fuck yeah. <laughs> Bring me on the stage and be like, "Woo! I made it." <laughs> that would be okay. Now for the next night, we're gonna be doing this. Okay, let's scroll down a little bit. Started off. You're gonna have to wait for the main event. Starting off the main card. Fighting out of the blue corner is Andy Maine. Record, 12 and three, height 5'11", weighing in 145 pounds from the USA, Andy Maine. And his opponent, with a record, 15 and three, height 5'9", weighing in 145 pounds, fighting out of the USA, Henry Carlos? Gotta be Carlos. Yeah, we'll go with Henry Carlos. If I mess up your name, fuck yeah. Okay. Second fight. Fighting out of the blue corner. A record of 12 and 4. Height, 6'3. Weighing in 265 pounds. Fighting out of the USA, Timothy Johnson. I'm going to start announcing the heavyweight feature fight before I announce anything else, just to let you know. Fuck yeah. His opponent, with a record 28 and 10 losses, height 6'4", weight 235 pounds, fighting out of France, the one, the only, former UFC champion, Chuck Congo. Was he UFC champion? Never. Damn it. You suck, Chuck. Fuck yeah. Check. Check. Check Congo. Check Congo, Chuck. Well, that's... No wonder. Chuck Liddell never did fight. Check and Chuck. Okay. Check Congo. Didn't he get fucked up by... No. I thought it was... What black person fucked him up? Wasn't it Rampage? No, Johnson? They fucked who up? 
Czech Congo like knocked him right out. Pat Berry, and then Pat Berry knocked him out. No, and then, yeah, Pat Berry had him borderline knocked out. And then Czech Congo hit him and knocked him clean out. But didn't Czech Congo get like knocked out like, did Mirko Kokrop maybe knocked him out? Fuck. Doesn't matter. Okay. In the blue corner. Fucking Russians. Record of 26 and 2. Height 5'10. Weighing in 185 pounds. Fighting out of Russia. Antokily. What? Antokily? <laughs> Natalie Tokov. And Natalie, uh, Natalie Tokov. <laughs> oh fuck! I wanted to say fucking um like Toyota. <laughs> now he's. Did you see his fight? Um, uh, Alexander and um TRT's fight when, at two o five. Who was it? Alexander and TRT's Chemenko. Yeah. That was awesome. And his opponent, this is a middleweight feature fight. Record, 56 wins and 10 losses. His height, 5'11", went in 186 pounds, fighting out of Russia. Alexander Shemenko. Fuck yeah. Well, I got Alexander for that one, man. I think he's a fucking beast. And I got Czech Congo for the other one. Woo! My main man's back fighting. Fuck yeah! Crazy that I left the UFC. I hope that he's doing amazing in Bellator financially and everything. He's been having a rough go. But let's talk about this fight. We have in the blue corner, Sad Wad. <laughs> Record, 23-9. Height. 5'10", weighing in 155 pounds, fighting out of the USA. Sad Awad. Probably butcher your name. Fighting against, with a record of 25 wins and 8 losses. 5'9", weighing in 155 pounds from USA. Former UFC lightweight Champion Ben Henderson. What the fuck is his nickname? Ben. Don't we say his late his fucking nickname in the UFC uh, in Bellator? Damn it. Wow. Ben Henderson. You know his. You know his nickname. Remember? No. Hendo. No. No. Nope. Damn. Damn. Damn it. I thought he had a nickname. Okay. I think Chael Sonnen's going to win the Grand Prix. I'm begging for this. This is going to be an amazing fight. Whoever thought they would get to see Chael Sonnen versus fucking Fedor. Whew. Now, this is going to be a really hard fight for him to win. Like, whew, Fedor is amazing. Like, I can't believe, believe Matt Mitchell beat him, honestly. But, oh, can't wait. I get excited for this. Like, I want to be there live watching this. So, that'd be cool to do a fucking fight companion for that, but it's awesome listening to commentary. And no offense, Mauro Ronaldo, loved you. You're the one that got me into podcasting, really, truly, but 
please don't have him fucking do commentating. Okay? We need Goldberg doing commentating for sure. I love you, Moro, but... Ooh, man, you get so annoying sometimes. Okay, in the blue corner, with a record of 30-15, and 15, coming in at 6'1", weighing 265 pounds, fighting out of the USA. There is no way that he's weighing 265. Chill Sonnen. That is fucking bullshit there. Okay. That's fake news on that their part. You don't think he weighed 265? Chill Sonnen? Fuck no. No, no, no. He was telling everybody his weight. He's weighing like 230 and stuff. He's coming in the exact same weight almost as fucking um, as uh, Vitor. I mean as uh, Fedor. No fucking way. No way. Fuck, that's crazy. I'm just just trying to think like shit. He doesn't look that bloated when I seen him on Erewhoni show. Well, I'll find out tomorrow when we watch the weigh-ins. Fuck. And his opponent with a record of 37 wins and 5 losses. A height of 6 feet. Weighing in at 225 pounds from Russia. Fedor Emenko. Fuck yeah. Okay. That's Bellator. That's pretty fucking crazy. I feel like there's something else maybe going on this weekend in UFC. Uh, Fight Pass, maybe? I don't know. But Oh, shit. What was the name of that, UFC, that, that um, submission ground that we watched? The five-man team. Jericho. What was the name of that submission thing? What? Submission... On Friday that we watch. Quintet. Quintet 3. Holy fuck. Alpha Male 1. Team Alpha Male. Holy shit. Amazing. We got to see Josh Barnett versus um, Ryan Gordon. Man. Burnett lo- Josh Barnett lost to that. But it was amazing. Felt like a kid. Okay. Let's see if there's anything on UFC. But yeah, Team Alpha Male won the whole thing. That's something that I would love. I wouldn't mind seeing that for UFC. Tag Team UFC. (laughs) No, not everybody is going to be um, feeling the same as me, right? But yeah, I think that would be cool. <laughs> Can you imagine having who? Okay, you have Artloff, Artlom, Artem, versus and um, Khabib. No, Artem and McGregor. Come on, you motherfucker. Not gonna let me install it. Um, we have Connor and Artem versus Khabib and his friend that got kicked out. No, no, no. Okay, what the fuck? 
Okay, okay, okay. Well, he's wearing a tie-dye shirt. What the fuck is this? Oh, this is live breaking point. Oh, okay. Well, the next thing live on view on a fight pass is this. <laughs> breaking point. Cool, cool. But what else did you guys have? Okay. They have third degree, undefined. Okay, okay. Dana White looking for a fighter, season two, episode two. That's at 8.30 tonight. UFC president Dana White saddles up with fo with follow fellow thrill seekers Matt Sarah and Dean Thomas for the <laughs> Oh Sturgis motorcycle rally. And then what? History um okay, UFC Hall of Famer. Oh, they're making it like a fucking that's cool. They're making it feel like it's like a fucking um, watching TV. Breaking point. Dun, 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 dun. Nothing really. Friday, Friday, Friday. Rivals. TKO MMA is back on UFC Fight Pass for two middleweight collision. That's old, right? That gotta be old. That looks old. I think they're past the fucking 37. Okay. That's interesting. Okay, guys. I'm done. And I'll be back with Gotham Casey later today. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Not done yet. Over here, go in. Go check out GloveDrop.ca for all your beautiful t-shirts and hoodies. And it kind of helps keep this podcast going. And we're going to have some other podcast shows coming very soon. Different interviews, trying new things. Hope you guys have a great day. Love and peace. Fuck yeah.